Well, go blue, everyone, and welcome to a special three-point podcast Big Ten Championship Preview. Our championship team includes Advanced Elevator, the ALS Association, Kendall Drugs, Rivals Tap House and Grill, Nelson House Funeral Homes, Sheridan Auction Service, Success Group Mortgage and Servicing, and Z92.5, The Castle and Fellas. Let's just get it on, man. I'm so excited a day in advance. Uh, I, I just can't hardly stand it. How about you guys? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I'm a little bit apprehensive. Uh, something about this game just doesn't doesn't seem right. We, we always struggle with Iowa. If you remember 2016, that was probably our best second best team under the Harbaugh era. We lost to Iowa, and they weren't very good that year. The one thing I will say that's good is you can notice uh, from the ticket sales, uh, it's going to be a big Michigan crowd in Indy. And I, I really do think Harbaugh is going to have them ready. I think this team didn't just make their goal to beat Ohio State. Their goal has always been to win a Big Ten championship, and they still haven't accomplished that. So I think they'll be ready. But if I'm if I'm like a betting man, I think 10.5 seems like a lot of points. Mm. And whenever a spread seems way off, it always seems like it it backfires on you. So that's another thing that's kind of making me a little bit wor- worried. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I mean, we we know the, the, how the story has played out a lot of times with Harbaugh. You mentioned the 2016 game against Iowa or just the other times that they had, like, everything in front of them and they came up short against, you know, somebody. But I, we've been saying it. I, I feel like I repeat myself a lot, but we've been saying it a lot that this team just feels different. And I was watching uh, Get Up this morning just seeing – they were talking about the Big Ten title game, so I was curious what they were saying. And Greeny basically asked that same question, you know, like they put so much effort into Ohio State. The, you, could, you could see everything, the fans rushing the field and how happy Harbaugh was after the game and hearing the players and just all the energy and just like everything that came with, you know, beating Ohio State. And it just feels like if they're going to blow a game, it would be this because they put so much into that. But I'm definitely with you. I think – Yes, beating Ohio State was a major goal, but like the the bigger picture was beating Ohio State was just like you had to do it to get to the Big Ten title game. So I think they know. I mean, Hutchinson, Cade, Ojabo, they know that the bigger picture is winning the Big Ten. Yeah, Ohio State was cool, but it almost like, yeah, it, not that it doesn't mean anything, but it doesn't mean, mean as much if you then go and lose to Iowa. I, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I think so too, but I am also uh, apprehensive, you know, as Jared laid out there, 10, 10 and a half points. I hate that, you know, on paper, Michigan definitely has the better team, but Iowa somehow always finds a way to play tough. And, you know, they are coached by, you know, a, a tremendous coach and, you know, nobody gives them a lot of publicity and they're coming in with the uh, the underdog chip on their shoulder. It's it's a little worrisome, but I think if Michigan comes out and plays, uh, you know, like we've seen them play all season long, uh, they should take care of business. But yeah, I'm a little bit worried about it, and it's going to be you know like any other football game, turnovers, penalties at the wrong time. If Michigan just focuses on getting this win and getting to the national championship game everything will be fine. I don't even want to put negative thoughts in my <laughs> mind. You know what I'm talking about? Well, right. one that one way I could see this game playing out where Michigan maybe uh, is battling is, I mean, Iowa's third in the country in forced turnovers this year, 2.7 a game. Michigan doesn't turn the ball over, but if Iowa can make you turn the ball over, it, it could be an entirely different game. So that's one thing I'm worried about. I don't think Michigan will fall to that, into that trap, but you never know. I mean, a few turnovers can totally swing a game. We saw that against Michigan State. One fumble really uh, swung that entire game. So I'm worried about that. But how about Hutchinson? I mean, yeah. Hutch for Heisman mode. 
somehow I don't if if we end up blowing their doors open like at the start of this game, I, I Mike McDonald or whoever the defensive coordinator is, dial up a few like Hutchinson like slingshot type play calls that can give him a few sacks because I, I need him to win the Heisman over Kenneth Walker. I need it. No, this could definitely be his Heisman moment. We talked about it out in the last pod that it just kind of how like iffy the Heisman is right now. You really there's really no clear cut favorite like there is a lot of years, and it feels like feels like he could go out there and win it. Like you said, yeah, if he has a few sacks or played like he did against Ohio State. And something that's interesting is Ohio or Iowa has given up the second most sacks in the Big Ten. Penn Love State it. has Penn State has given up the most, and Michigan had like seven or eight sacks against Penn State or whatever. So, you know, that's something that it feels like obviously favors Michigan because of how good the defensive line is. And, you know, what makes me think, you know, people would say like, well, so Iowa's probably going to try and do stuff, quick passes or, you know, something to not let Hutchinson and Ojabo get home. But that was the same thing against Ohio State. The whole thing was that's what they did against Michigan State, quick passes and all that kind of stuff. So their defensive line couldn't get home. But we saw the game last Saturday. Yeah, Ohio State's offense is like one of the best in the country, but honestly, Michigan's defensive line kind of controlled that game and had, had a hell of a game. So, yeah. you know, I, I know Iowa obviously is going to do things to try and not let Hutchinson and Ojabo affect the game, but I think you you mentioned Mike McDonald. It just seems like him and the rest of his staff and everything. I don't know if like coming from the the NFL or what, but they they can like scheme and they. It just seems like they're they're ahead of the game, you know, when yeah. it comes to the de- the defense. So, um, as far as that goes, I'm not worried. The the biggest thing is Ted. You mentioned turnovers. Yeah. I I, I hope you know Cade and you know Haskins has been good with the ball. Hopefully they don't give it away. The the bread and butter though is the run game. You know, if there's one thing Michigan can count on, it's that run game. So if the game starts to get messy, just hand the ball off to Haskins and Corum and and ride those guys. You know, and uh, and also just studying the scores and knowing the kind of team that uh, Iowa has, I don't think this is going to be a shootout. Do you guys, or do you think there's going to no. be a lot of points? Over under is, is set at uh, I think 42. I saw. I mean, seems about I think right. The only way we, I think the only way that game goes over is if is if Michigan scores 30 plus and it's kind of a route, like 30 to 10 or 35 to 10. I think that's the only way it really goes over. I don't see 21 to 21. I don't see it being that type of game. But Hutchinson's at six to one. Is there a realistic way? I mean, I would say this: Bryce Young, if he if Alabama beats Georgia, he's running away with it. He's yeah. winning it. But if that doesn't happen, Hutchinson, I, I I don't know. I feel like he almost has to have like a interception or a forced fumble uh, to go along with a few sacks. I don't think just a few sacks will do it, which is kind of crazy. But right. it's just the way Heisman voters are, man. <laughs> it, it, you would think it's like torture uh, making a defensive player win it. It's never happened. A defensive-only player has never, ever won the Heisman. Right. Right. I mean, obviously, Michigan fans, it, like, immediately when you said that, I was about to fire back Charles Woodson. <laughs> but, right, I, I know you're clear about yep. defense only. Because, right, that, I mean, that's the thing. Like, defense only, you could say that not the only reason, but probably, like, the main reason Woodson did win that Heisman because he did play offense and he, you know, special teams too with punt returns and stuff. So, right, a clear-cut defense-only player I mean if, if it's not going to be Hutchinson this year you know you almost wonder when is a player going to do it I did see you mentioned like a, uh, an interception if a defensive lineman can get a, an interception or a fumble recovery I saw some people saying basically what you said like man too bad Hutchinson doesn't have a fumble recovery for a touchdown pointing to that Michigan State game because he was the one that recovered that fumble in the end zone that got overturned so 
Um, he, he probably should have that on his resume, but it got taken away. But yeah, I mean, I just, you know, the one thing, you know, when you, you think about all the stuff like the emotion and obviously Iowa's going to come in and, and play to win this game. They want to win a Big Ten. Like on paper, there's no reason that Michigan should lose this game, right? I, the, no. game isn't, the game isn't played on paper, but, you know, Michigan is clearly the better team. Well, it's like everything that Iowa does well, Michigan is like the opposite of that. Like I said, like forcing turnovers, Michigan doesn't turn the ball over. I mean, only nine turnovers uh, this year. I want to throw this out there before I forget. Did you guys happen to see uh, that the Detroit Sports Commission is, according to reports, about to make an all-out full-court press to try to get the Big Ten Championship to Ford Field? I would normally, like, hate this because I hate it when, like, bowl games and big games like this alternate spots. I mean, you're like the Big East Tournament, what made that so great? Oh, is that Madison Square Garden every year? The Big Ten title, why is that so great? Because, oh, we say, like, you got to get to Indy. We know it's in Indianapolis every year. But because it's Detroit, I'm for it. But if it wasn't, if it was, if this was to go to Chicago or something, I'd be like, this is the dumbest idea ever. But what do you guys think? Well, I think Matt laid it out real well in a tweet. I mean, we'll – will the Detroit area be ready for it as far as uh, restaurants and hotels and everything else? I mean, we talked about it, uh, I don't know, about a month ago when I was down in Detroit and it was kind of like ghost city. Now, I, I think a lot of that had to do maybe with COVID, you know, and by the time Ford Field and Detroit would get it, maybe that'll all be gone. But that's that'd be my biggest concern is the infrastructure and, and the entertainment in downtown Detroit. Heck, the facility, second to none. No, that was the first thing I thought when I saw that was how much you've been talking, even uh, Jared and, you know, like other people talking about the weekend of um, the state title games, you know, last weekend and there being like restaurants closed and stuff. And you would think, you know, that weekend with the MHSA finals, everything would have been open, you would think. So, right, that, that would be my like one concern, like as long as everything is up and running, hotels, restaurants, the casinos and, you know, all, all that stuff. I, then heck yeah, Detroit would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I guess to me, like, you know, when you mentioned the Big East tournament being at Madison Square Garden or even the SEC championship being in Atlanta. Yeah. I, like, it's not a shot at Indianapolis. It's a very cool city. It, it is a great, great city. But to me, it's not like iconic, like the Madison Square Garden or Atlanta for the SEC championship. That's why, like, yeah, you know, for Big Ten fans, it is like you got to get to Indy. But like, bigger picture it's kind of like oh it's it's indianapolis but i don't know i mean there's no in our regions where all the big Ten, like there's nowhere to go where else i mean right you have so that, lucas oil i think it has to be lucas oil yeah well that's kind of what i mean that's why i think if it rotated around it would work right so what, what would you pick i mean it would be lucas oil and then detroit minnesota. yeah minnesota because you you have to you got to find an indoor football field yeah. you're not going to play the big 10 title game outside so you'd have to find like a, yeah minnesota Detroit. Well, I I, I, it'd be cool would, to bounce it around. Would you, you would rather bounce it around than just keep it at Lucas Oil, you think? Probably, like you said, because it's Detroit, and I would love to yeah. see it in Detroit. I think it would be really cool to see it at Ford Field. But Yeah, yeah if I had a vote, and I, and I love the state of Michigan, and I like the idea of Detroit as well, if I had a vote, I'd say keep it in Indy. It's Indianapolis. Yeah. Indianapolis is it's awesome. I've been to the Final Four down there. It's very convenient to walk to all the restaurants and bars. It's a great facility. And the other thing, if it's a Big Ten championship game, it's right in the heart. I mean, right in the center of Big Ten country. Everybody, yeah. anybody that makes it, it's a pretty easy drive. Other than the East Coast teams, 
is there anyone you guys are are scared to face? It, let's just assume that we win this game. I know that we could look dumb <laughs> saying that, but we should win this game. Well, is the there anyone is in the college ball playoff that you well, we would be the two seed uh, if Georgia wins? Um, I guess maybe we could be the one seed if Georgia loses. Um, but is there anyone that you're kind of looking to dodge other than the obvious one, which is Georgia? Uh, for me, it's Alabama. I need Alabama to lose. Ted, you kind of made a good point to me. I think it was off air, actually, Yeah. that it would be fun to see, you know, a Michigan versus Alabama matchup. We saw that a few years ago in a bowl game. It is a fun game. But I don't know, man. You give Nick Saban a whole month to prepare for you, he's going to pick us apart. So I, I just – that's the one team I'm like, just lose to Georgia and be out of this thing, <laughs> and we'll face the rest of these teams happily. Yeah, I mean, as far as thinking ahead like that, to me, like I know it's it's a fun conversation and question, but to me, I just want to get to the playoff. I don't care who it's against <laughs> to see see Michigan in the college football playoff. Like, right. Given given what we've gone through, I just want to see that. But right, once you're there, you you think about the matchups, and I mean, right now, yeah, I'd want to avoid either of the SEC teams because just the history. It's Alabama, even if they are a tad down this year, it's still Alabama, and Georgia has looked just incredible. But honestly, like, I, I don't know if it's the, you know, the amazing blue shades. Maybe I'm wearing them right now. But, like, I, I think Michigan matches up pretty well with both of those teams. Because the Michigan's defense is, is good. I don't think Georgia's offense is, like, any much much better than Ohio State's. I mean, it's good, but not much better than Ohio State's. And we did fine against Ohio State. Our offensive line has been fantastic. I mean, Georgia's defense is unreal. But, like, yeah. having having a strong run game and offensive line like Michigan does, would help in a game like that. You know, you, you can count on that stuff. McNamara doesn't turn the ball over. So, you know, I, you know, would they beat Georgia? You know, who knows? But honestly, I just want to get to the playoff. Just win this damn game on Saturday, get to the playoff. I don't care who we're playing. Yeah, I agree with you. And I'm, 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 I'm nervous just looking ahead one game, looking ahead to the playoffs and who we play. I don't give a damn because I think <laughs> if Michigan gets by this game, I have no worries and no fears that they're going to get blown out by anybody. I think they're going to play with whoever they put in front of them. Uh, Jim Harbaugh and his staff also has a month to prepare. And if they go against the SEC powers like Georgia or Alabama, hey, I'll take the fact that Michigan will be an underdog going into it as well. I mean, just how exciting will that be for all three of us and everybody that follows Michigan football just to get to the playoffs and uh, and match up against one of these elite teams. Would it be a little bit of a letdown, though, if, uh, you know, Cincinnati's getting all the love as, as probably making it into the playoffs, but is there is there like a, a little little disappointment if we match up against Cincinnati first round? No, I I don't think no. it's disappointment. I, I'd be worried. Uh, I, you don't want to lose to them. I know I know right. they're a damn good team, but you just can see the the tweets firing off. You know, as soon as we lost that game, mm-hmm. uh, you lost to a group of five teams. As soon as you get there, uh, and all that sort of jazz. So no, I wouldn't necessarily be disappointed in playing them. I think that'd be a fun game, fun matchup, and I'm definitely not scared of Cincinnati. So that's another good thing. Uh, looking ahead, though, real quick to the championship game, Ted, you asked us if we wanted to go to the Big Ten championship game in Lucas Oil. Right. Just so happens the national championship this year is at Lucas Oil. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> might, might have start. Might have to buy your tickets now so you don't avoid the Michigan fan rush. <laughs> it's a then thought. It's a thought, you know. Uh, but you know, I I just know, it, and it'd be cool to go see a national championship game no matter who's in it. But it'd be just my luck because I'm I'm a big karma guy. In fact, I was going to mention this. We were talking about Hutchinson. It's kind of like last week when when everybody was going off 
off on, oh my God, there's an Ohio State referee. Hey, just shut up and go play the game. And the same thing here right. on, on Hutchinson. I'd love to see him win the Heisman, but that's secondary. Let's go win the game. If you win the game, he's probably going to have a heck of a match, you know, a heck of a game himself, and we'll definitely go to New York. But to answer your question, it is tempting to buy a ticket now, but I'm looking at that karma thing going, yep, it'd be just my luck. I buy a ticket, and then Michigan blows it, you know? Yeah, and kind of along those lines, I mean, it, I think there's a lot of that discussion going on right now. Mel Tucker won Big Ten Coach of the Year. Right. So, you know, a lot of people obviously discussing how, how did Harbaugh not get it. They're playing in the Big Ten title game. Um, there, there's that award that uh, I forget if it was best defensive player or just best defensive lineman in the country. And you, we mentioned it last week that Hutchinson wasn't even on the list. Right. Um, you know, there, there's a few other things. That kind of so I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like you saying that Hutchinson winning the Heisman is kind of secondary. And I think like that's probably – I would hope that's what they're talking about in the locker room. Like Mel Tucker won coach of the year. Oh, well, Harbaugh just, Harbaugh needs to just win the big 10. Mm-hmm. He's not, not, not worrying about individual awards right now, but speaking of individual awards, Harbaugh is in the, the Indianapolis Colts ring of ring of honor. So his name is up there in uh, Lucas oil, you know, for his time playing for the Indianapolis Colts. So captain comeback, not, not just right. Not just the big 10 title or not just the big 10 title game, but also like you said, here, the national title. So, it's almost like setting up like this is, yeah. this is Michigan Michigan's year or something like that. But that's the thing is we're gonna have a home 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 advantage and we somehow do make it to the national championship. But uh this Saturday, I mean just enjoy. It's crazy to think that we actually made it to this game. I never really thought we were like after we had some dark times, uh especially last season. I never that I never thought this was coming. So just enjoy it. It's gonna be cool seeing them under those lights. Uh I wonder what uniforms they're gonna wear. Probably some sweet some sweet ones. So I'm just looking forward to seeing that first, you know, first few plays and kind of soak it in the the atmosphere because it's it's going to be a Michigan crowd, you know it is. Oh yeah. Yep. Well, we're looking forward to it. We'll definitely recap that game on our next official podcast. Any final thoughts to get out here on this special, fellas? In fact, we're trying a new piece of equipment that I purchased. I think it's sounding pretty decent. But any final thoughts here before we wrap this one up? I I think that this will be the game that Cade Magamara maybe throws for two to three touchdowns and no interceptions and two, two, two fifty yards. similar to the Michigan state game, except we get a W. I really think that this could be his kind of memorable game that we look back on and say, yeah, he was one hell of a quarterback. We were wrong about that guy. I think he's going to have a great game because I really think Iowa is going to be keying on the run after what they saw against Ohio state. And it's just going to open wide up wide open for him. And I think that we have the better athletes on the perimeter too. So we're going to have some wide receivers making some play and Sandra still and uh, Anthony and those guys. So I'm looking to Magnamara to be the kind of the hero this Saturday. Yeah. And I mean, a, a kind of along those lines, I mean, Iowa's rush defense is number three in the big 10. They only give up like 105 yards per game, you know, on the ground. So like in theory, if, if that plays out, uh, Michigan might, might not have as successful of a day on the ground. So McNamara might have to be the guy to beat him. And yeah, I'm, I'm to the point where, you know, obviously the first half of the season, there were a lot of questions about if he could be the team through the air. I think he's basically squashed those. He he can definitely hit passes, even if they have to bring J.J. McCarthy in for a play or two. Um, it, it's just all this stuff that maybe I probably shouldn't be too overconfident going into this game because it is Iowa, but it's just all this stuff that I feel like as long as, like you said earlier, Ted, as long as Michigan doesn't shoot themselves in the foot, McNamara doesn't throw a bunch of interceptions or a bunch of stupid fumbles or something like that, I think Michigan will be fine. But like like you said, Jared, I'm just going to soak it up because Michigan hasn't been in this game and you never know when you're going to be back. So I'm going to sit here and watch this game and just soak it all in. 
Yep. All right, fellas, I totally agree with you. Looking forward to a great matchup Saturday night. I think kickoff's a little after 8 o'clock. Pre-game starts at 7. And, oh, by the way, uh, there's a big SEC matchup, uh, Alabama and Georgia. So it's going to be a great mid-afternoon to late evening for uh, – for us football fans. Hey, don't forget everybody out there, follow us at Three Point Pod. Make sure you let our partners know you listen in and enjoy the program. They include Advanced Elevator, the ALS Association, Kendall Drugs in Corona, Rivals Tap House and Grill, Nelson House Funeral Homes, Sheridan Auction Service, Success Group Mortgage and Servicing, and Z92.5 The Castle. Until next time, for Jared Fattel and Matt Burns, I'm Ted Fattel saying so long everybody, and go blue.